Sponsored by Love Chevrolet. No hassles, no all-day runarounds, no ridiculous add-on stickers. At Love Chevy, buying a car is fun. South Carolina's number one volume Chevy dealer. I-26 at Harbison and at lovechevy.com. Find new roads. All right, Mike Morgan joining us here on Sports Talk. Another edition of Morgan on the Move. Welcome in, Mike. I was in Atlanta yesterday for Clemson and Georgia Tech. I was driving through the streets of Hot Atlanta tuning through the radio and come across your sultry tones on a sports talk show <laughs> on the FM dial. And you know what I did? I was, I was the caller. I was Bo from Buckhead. I disguised my voice. You might recall Bo from Buckhead. I was the one wondering why your name was not on the marquee was not on the opening of the show. I heard the others. Yeah. I did not hear Mike Morgan. What's up with that? Well, you know, your story was very believable up until the point where you said you were ready to call the show. We don't take calls on that show. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, and, of course, it's it's not my show. It's it's Chuck and Chernoff, which is probably the, the most popular show in the market. Those guys do a great job, and, and I fill in uh, for both time and time. It gives me a, a, a taste of what I – you know, did for, for many years and still love doing without the responsibility of doing what you do, which is locking it down for five days a week. That's not an option. But, yeah, it's a four-hour show mm. and no calls, no text messages, one guest per show. The rest of it, and I mean every segment, is very regimented and planned. We have to tease to every break, so it's never a – Okay, we'll be back after this. No, 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 no. Coming up after the break, we'll tell you why the Atlanta Falcons are thinking of trading the number eight pick. Coming up after the break, do the Braves settle on their number five starter, or do they look elsewhere? Coming up after the break, (laughs) the Georgia Bulldogs, are they a lot to be the number one seed in the upcoming 12-team playoff? That's the way it goes. Um but no, I uh, it, it's it's different than what I'm used to, but it's yeah. a lot of fun, and I I thank you for listening, even yeah. though we couldn't get your call on the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo from Buckhead. Uh, so it's everything this show is not. It's organized, it's planned, it's uh, exactly. it's prepared. It's, it's everything we're not. Okay. <laughs> and we don't have a recruiting. <laughs> yes, it's, it's exactly where I was headed. Yeah, what, uh, no... <laughs> what time is your Seawell's recruiting report? There is no recruiting report. And we don't tell you who qualified 27 for the upcoming NASCAR race. I love it. I love it's, it. It's, it's the anti-sport. Uh, Don Williams would be sick if he heard it. Uh, yes, he would. Yes, he would. On to other Actually, things. He'd probably love it because he's a structural guy. He is. On to other things. I was stunned. I want to get your reaction. First of all, did you know it was going to happen? And let me, you know, last night I was – pretty hot about it and I still am uh, the uh, the firing of uh, Eli Gold or the failure to renew his contract by Learfield and Alabama and I want to get your thoughts on it you know mine last night were you got to be kidding me if his health is good which he says it is you got to be kidding me I heard him do games last year he sounded as good as sharp as ever and if anybody remaining in that line of work deserves to go out when he's ready to go out on his own terms or when his health really forces him to go out, it would be Eli Gold. I cannot believe Alabama. I cannot believe Learfield, though I know Learfield 
will do things to people that, uh, you know, are, are harmful to them. I know that from firsthand experience. But I can't believe they did that to Eli Gold, one of the true last remaining, certainly in the SEC, the last remaining play-by-play icon, and maybe around the country. I know you got guys like at Ohio State have been there a long time, Missouri been there a long time, et cetera, great voices. But come on, man. Eli Gold deserved better. You're putting me in a little bit of a tough spot here. Um, I know Eli. Uh, I know his successor, uh, successor a lot better, Chris mm-hmm. Stewart. Um, I've been friends with Chris for over 20 years. When I got the Gamecock job in 2000 and then started doing basketball in 2002, 2003, I was the youngest announcer in the SEC, and Chris Stewart was the second youngest announcer in the SEC. you got to remember, at that time, you had guys like Eli Gold. You had Jack Crystal of Mississippi State, who was about 80. You had Larry Munson of Georgia. You had uh, David Kellum is still doing it at Ole Miss. I know mm-hmm. you know David well. You had Jim Hawthorne of LSU. Uh, who am I missing? Uh, Bob Kessling at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Mick Hubert at Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had all these guys, and and, and please don't misunderstand me. Uh, uh, experience is good, but they were much older than me and Chris. We, we were like the young guns, so to speak. And um, anyway, uh, to answer your question, I, I don't have inside information. I haven't. I congratulated Chris because I know him, but I have no idea uh, the inner workings of how that went down. But when your <laughs> when your legendary football announcer says point blank, hey. I'm fine. I didn't quit. They gave me. They showed me the door. Uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting look. I will tell you this. You mentioned Learfield. What made uh, he, and I don't know this for a fact, but I can tell you what made what makes Bob Kessling's situation at Tennessee unique. Uh, Mick Hubert, when he was at Florida, and now the new successor to him, uh, a couple other guys. They are full-time employees for the university, and and so the university you get you know health insurance, you get all kinds of benefits, and the and while these companies, the radio companies, very often want to cut corners on on salaries, and they would just rather hire a, a thirty-year-old from Syracuse who's mediocre and has no identity to anything, and is just a hired gun, uh, but then they'll claim they did a national search to get them. You know how that works. Mm. Um, the the universities the one that really value that position that they don't roll that way they hire the best of the best and they treat them as full-time employees so that's what tennessee and florida does i don't know if the, if alabama had the same setup for eli or not uh so it's the key thing that very very many people don't know that the radio play-by-play jobs for for the universities they're not all built the same. Some are just run by conglomerates that are all about pinching pennies. Uh, and some are, they really value the position, and they hire people that they they take good care of, and you're not subjected to, well, we, we found somebody cheaper, so we're going to let your contract run out. Just, just food for thought on that whole situation. Now, I just find it humorous that Learfield will employ some play-by-play announcers who could not announce their way out of a paper bag, and they let a guy like Eli Gold, a Hall of Famer, a true pioneer in this business. 
they let a guy like that walk when and listen, I know Chris too. I mean, we used to work for the same people. You know, at one time he worked for the Alabama Radio Network, which was owned by right. the same people that owned us, and we were we're still our friends. And I right. used to do shows from their network there in um, in Birmingham. So yeah. this is nothing about him. He's quite qualified, and he's different from Eli, obviously. Just like um, just like uh, Scott Howard is different from Larry Munson in a lot of ways. Though if you listen right. to Scott, he's got a lot of Larry in him because he worked side by side with Larry for so <clears> many years. He's got a lot of Larry in him, mm-hmm. I think, in his own way. Mm-hmm. But this was just shocking to me. I mean, if Eli Gold says I'm healthy and I want to give it a roll and keep going, maybe they thought too. You know what? New head coach, new era. We got to kind of wipe the slate clean here with football and and give this next generation of Alabama fans just a fresh look? I, I honestly don't know. Uh, I'm sure I'll find out mm. when it's time. But, uh, again, if you've got a really strong AD, and Alabama does, uh, if you really want to keep your guy around, you, you, tell, you tell the rights holder what you want. You don't just say, well, uh, you know, whatever you say, mm. Uh, so I, I don't know exactly how all that, uh, went down. Yeah. I, I really don't. Um, you know, I know that Eli has had some poor health and has had to miss games. And so Chris has already filled in on some, but, uh, every situation is, uh, is unique. But to, to, to your point, I was on the, the show yesterday here in Atlanta hosting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never, we never got to Bowen Buckhead, but we did get, mm. Uh, an update, our update guy told us. And I said, well, that can't be right. I said, read the story again. I don't want to go on the air with that unless I know it's 100% accurate. Yeah. He goes, Mike, I'm here, here's the story right yeah. here. Yeah. And I, so I, I was just as surprised as you were. Uh, if Eli would have just stepped down, I would have said, well, that makes sense. He's had a long and distinguished career. Uh, but the way it went down, I, I think that's a surprise to a lot of people. Yeah. You know, part of the reason you didn't get that call from Bo from Buckhead was the number I kept getting would uh, direct me to the Gold Club. It kept it kept bouncing to the Gold Club in Atlanta. Some some gal kept answering the phone. Gold Club, can I help you? How many yeah. in your party? I, so um, I don't know. I maybe think that's been I think that's been closed for about twenty years after the NBA got through with it. <laughs> after visiting uh, players. To the Hawks uh, got through with that. I think that was shut down quite some time ago. Yeah. Morgan on the move. So I said earlier, you know, Kentucky loses last night at LSU. LSU had a great week. Who had a better week than LSU? They beat number 11 on the road. They beat number 17 at home. But I I just said, you know, John Calipari, for his reputation and his money and all that, and yes, I know he gets him to the tournament, and he did win a national championship many years ago, and he's been to a couple of other Final Fours. But I think he's underachieving as a coach considering his talent, especially this year. What is that, six losses now to non-ranked teams? What do you say about that? We were talking about this today on Inside the Gamecocks with J.C. It's a great show. It's a great show. Great Great show. show. Part of the Chief Sports Network, much like your empire. Yes. Uh, If only we could find a good lead-in show. I don't know. I don't know where we'd find that exactly. Anyway. How about More um, Morgan? How about a show called More Morgan? (laughs) (laughs) You are the master of titles for segments. You've got a gift. Thank you. Uh, 
I still have people, like random people, go, oh, yeah, Morgan on the move. I'm yeah, like, really? That's, That's how you know me? <laughs> you know, I do other I do other things. Yes, you do. Do you ever watch TV? No, nah, I never heard of you. Um, uh, no, I, I, I think that, uh, you know what, I just forgot the question. Oh, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about this, how Coach Cal is, I don't think he's ever felt more heat from the fans. Not from the administration. If you look at that contract, he is almost unfireable. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. It, it is. It is like a lifetime deal. Uh, he he. When he had leverage, boy, did he cash in. But the fans, to your point, they haven't made it to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament in five years. That ain't good around there. That's like if Alabama football went five consecutive years in in the now twelve team playoff era where they didn't make it for five years in a row. Kalen DeBoer will be out of a job before he ever hits number five without making a playoff. It might take one, and he'll be gone. So there's no question there's a lot of heat on him there. I like that team overall. Now they Look, LSU, as you saw, mm. is not bad. No. And, and Kentucky had the game won. They went on a little bit of a flukish play. Right, you got a you got kind of an air ball situation, and then the guy gets it back, and he tosses it up near the rim, and uh, another guy for LSU, I think it was Ward, tapped it in as the buzzer sounded. But yeah, I, I mean, what you're saying is what's echoed by much of Big Blue Nation, which is, hey, we've had enough of this. We want Final Four teams here. Uh, the, this March will be very interesting for Kentucky basketball. It really will, because that is a good team. Full, that's not just full of like first round draft picks. They're used to that around there. They they're good college players. They're not just prospects. They're not just upside guys. And they do play well together. They're not selfish. And they don't have any of those issues. But for whatever reason, they have lost some games that they shouldn't. And this came a week after they went to Auburn and blew out the Tigers. Yeah. Yeah. Very impressive. Now they get Alabama, I think in Lexington Saturday. That should be a dynamic game between Ooh. those two and See what Nate Oates can do with his club against Kentucky. That's a monster matchup. Uh, and if Kentucky decides not to defend, which they've gotten better at that lately, but if they didn't, and the way Alabama scores, they might get 150. It might be 150 to 148. Uh, no, that, that, that game's going to have a lot of juice. That, that, that'll be a lot of fun to watch. I wonder, I don't even know off the top of my head, is that an ESPN game or the CBS parachute in one last time? I don't know. Yeah, let me see here. It is going to be on CBS at 4 o'clock. CBS. CBS. Well, hopefully it'll be somebody who actually knows a lick about the SEC. (laughs) Vern's not walking through that door. Uh, Good night for South Carolina last night, despite not playing because they had Florida lose, he had Kentucky lose. Uh, you had Ole Miss lose. Those are teams stacked behind them in the standings, so they got a little bit of breathing room. They got to go to Ole Miss Saturday and find what they had going back a couple of weeks and see if they can apply it to this Ole Miss team. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, uh, if I'm a Carolina fan, I'm not so obsessed with the standings right now as I am just getting back on track. Don't Don't sit there and obsess over winning the SEC championship. Just make sure you get in the tournament and get as good a seat as you can. Uh, if you lose this game on the road, and Joe Lenardi just knocked Ole Miss out. Hmm. I don't know if you saw that. But they're not. now on the 
they are the first team out of the field. So they, they desperately need to win this game at home to get back in it. And Carolina loses the game. That's three in a row. And you look at the rest of that schedule, man, oh, man, Florida, Tennessee, at Mississippi State, uh, there's a lot of tough games left on that schedule. So uh, I think it becomes a very crucial game, not a must-win. There's that, that term is used entirely too often. But I think it's a very important game in Oxford, and I think a very winnable game, quite frankly. Uh, if Carolina gets back to the kind of play that Talon Cooper, who I'm a big fan of, uh, and Michi, if he's healthy, uh, who had been struggling even before he wasn't healthy. If those two guys get back to playing the way they were early, I still think Carolina is one of the best teams in this league. But if they struggle, there's not enough there to win games against really good teams. Mike, as always, we appreciate it. Look forward to hearing you again next time I'm in uh, Atlanta on your hot Bowen radio Buckhead. show there. Yeah. Bowen Buckhead. We'll give you the Look hotline for... number. We'll we'll just we'll break all the rules and say, yep. hey, uh, six eighty. The fan has a distinguished caller, uh, a man who has been around radio uh, for his entire life, uh, a, a a true savant of sports talk, mm. and we'll just say, here's Bo from Buckhead, somebody who a corn blue, somebody who like Eli Gold has been fired by Learfield, knows all about it. <laughs> <laughs> now I know where, where that interview, where that questioning was coming from. No, I'm just look. Learfield treated me, you know, very well. At the end of the day, they just did some things. People, people made some decisions in my last couple of years there that didn't sit well with me, and uh, had to suck it up and roll with it. But you know what? We survived. We're survivors. I, over I will here. tell you this. I will tell you this. If it was indeed a Learfield call. Uh, the, the amount of money Eli was getting versus the amount of money Phil Cornblue was mm, getting. Mm. You know what I mean? Two, yeah. two different things not, there. Not in the same, <laughs> not in the same stratosphere to say, Eli to did say the least. Well, yeah. when you get to call seven national championships at a school, yeah. it's amazing how much better your fan base loves you, and they love them some Eli Gold. No question. Uh, I bet you they're the still burning in there. They're gun- and this, again, it's not, it, and I hope people don't take it out on Chris Stewart because he doesn't deserve it. He's just the next guy. No, 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 no. He's just the next guy in, but, I mean, come and on. And qualified, as you mentioned. Again, they didn't They didn't just go, yeah, who's the cheap kid from Syracuse yeah. with no identity, that, you know, that they, they ran off a conveyor belt with a nasally voice and the same old crap. They they actually hired a pro that's paid his dues and already has an identity with, with their fan base. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a good succession plan if you have to go that route. But uh, it, it is a little bit uh, it is a little bit interesting to see how all that went down. And uh, like I said, I was su- as surprised as anybody. Mike, have a great one. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, take care. Thank you very much, Mike Morgan. Morgan on the move. Here on Sports Talk, hope you enjoyed the segment.